Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go. My guest today is David Collins, an actor from Vacaville who is doing amazing things out in the world. David, thank you so much for being my guest. Oh, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to this very much. Well, David, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Sure. Well, I grew up in Vacaville. That's the most important thing. Um, of course. <laughs> but yeah, and I had a wonderful experience there, and it certainly informed everything that I've been doing as an adult. You know, I had wonderful experiences there, going to the movies, doing musicals, and playing in the school bands, and you know, all kinds of recreational activities growing up there. And so nowadays, it's funny you called me an actor. I am a voice actor. I I've been in a lot of I, th- I guess my biggest role actually was in The Boss Baby on Netflix, where I play the dad in in The Boss Baby, the the Netflix series, not the Jimmy Kimmel movie version. I'm like his version in the in the TV show, and other things like anime and Voltron or whatever. But probably the biggest thing I'm known for is is Star Wars. I've been a Star Wars sound designer and editor and mixer for years and years, starting in video games and now in TV. But I also do a lot of voiceover in Star Wars, in video games and in TV shows and movies. And uh, a lot of it is mostly background stuff, but I, they, I do get to do some really fun characters every once in a while, like stormtroopers or alien scenes or whatever it is. So I, I guess you would call me a generalist because I also am a composer. I have a podcast called The Soundtrack Show where I analyze music scores. And, you know, as someone that does voiceover and sound and hosting and mixing and composition, I like being a generalist because you get to kind of touch all these different areas. And in my head, they're all kind of the same. I guess that's how you would define a generalist. I have a, a composer I've been reading. His name is Maestro John Malcheri. He worked under Leonard Bernstein for years. And he said, the difference between a generalist and a specialist is a specialist in music would tell you how a Bach cantata, how every each one was all a little different. And my job as a generalist is to talk about all music, including pop and hip hop and film scores and musicals and tell you that they're all the same. And that's kind of how I feel about my career is that doing voiceover, doing sound, doing music, it all stems from a love of movies, TV, theater, games, uh, all stuff that I did and then some while growing up in Vacaville. Awesome. Well, you've got a very long and impressive list of credits for sure. But you mentioned to me before we before we started chatting that you grew up acting here in Vacaville and with some of our local celebrities. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke Fox, who I know you've had on the show. I mean, we grew up together playing in band. Yeah, I, I was at Alamo Elementary School. Well, first I was at the Christian Academy and then I was at Alamo Elementary School. And this is going, I was born in 75. So this is going back to the early 80s, mid 80s. And then I went to Jepson Junior High. And uh, all throughout that time, I was doing a lot of children's theater. I remember doing plays in the summertime at the Vacaville Community Center there off of Alamo Drive. I think it's across from a McDonald's now. I think um, so, yes. My first job was at the video land next to Food for Less right across the street, you know, at work, working at a video store. It's just so, so cliche that I ended up doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> my first job was at a video store. Of course it was. Um, yeah. So I, I, and of course I played, I played the trumpet and then when I got braces, the drums and the Fiesta Days Parade. <laughs> 
you know, in the Willis Jepson yellow and black colors there for Fiesta Days and then going to the parade there in the park at night or the carnival at night. Yeah, but I, I did a lot of children's theater in Vacaville, Fairfield, and then, you know, Napa and Sonoma counties as well eventually as I got into high school. But but yeah, I have a lot of fond memories in the arts and in sports. I mean, I was I did Little League at Keating for seven years and all of those parks all around there and, you know, soccer and basketball. I was terrible. My brother was the star. This is how you know, you end up knowing what you are or aren't going to be as a, as an adult. But uh, I played, I showed up and had the best time. Definitely had a well-rounded childhood growing up in Vacaville. And do you get back to visit? I do. Yeah, I still have family there. You know, I, I lost my mom recently, but uh, in the last few years of her life, especially since COVID until she passed away, I was coming to Vacaville probably several times a year and as much as I possibly could to get up there. And I brought my kids and showed them Alamo Creek Park and and drove through downtown Vacaville. I was like, that's where I saw Return of the Jedi, that sort of thing, you know. But uh, I was just driving through Vacaville earlier this year, yeah, and going through downtown and just reliving all the memories and reconnecting with a lot of folks that I hadn't seen in a long time. And so, yeah, I do get back as as much as I can. A lot of fond memories. Oh, very fun. Yeah. And it's changing quite a bit, I'm sure, from from what you remember growing up. Yeah. Although some things are the same, you of know, course. like I, I remember, you know, just talking about that downtown area, I was like, you know, I remember Ray's Cycle has been there forever. Yes. You know, it's still there. The the Chinese food restaurant across the street where I used to go after Little League games is still there, you know. So a lot of stuff is the same. You know, I think it's not called Winchell's Donuts anymore. It's called something else, but it's still a donut it's shop, still there. you know. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So some things have changed, but some things are are the same. So, David, I'm sure that coming from a smaller community, it probably wasn't the easiest business to break into. But if someone from Vacaville is interested in getting into sound design and voice work, you know, we've got a lot of resources close by with Lucasfilm and Skywalker Sound. How would you suggest that they get into this work? Boy, that's a great question. And um, I have to say that for me, it was a a bit of a, a long and winding road. I have to confess, I didn't really understand that Lucasfilm and Skywalker Sound and Francis Ford Coppola and and this whole film industry was in the San Francisco Bay Area while I was growing up in Vacaville. I really didn't. I mean, it could have been on Mars as far as I was concerned. I, you know, you everyone grew up back in the day with, you know, images of what Hollywood was or what the entertainment business was, or if you were doing plays like I was at the Performing Arts Center there, you know, that Broadway was in New York or whatever. But there is there is a lot of work, especially now you know, after the rise of Silicon Valley and things like that, and all of the technology and video game companies, there is a lot of work out there in the Bay Area. There are game companies in Sacramento as well that I've worked with. So they're out there. And the beautiful thing about going into, into any of the creative arts is that you don't need to ask anyone's permission to start being creative. You, you, you can start right now. And when I was growing up in Vacaville, you know, I mean, I think I had like a, an old school tape track, uh, four track tape machine in my garage and I was hammering out tunes on, on guitar with a couple of friends and then going to play practice and then, you know, going on and cheering on the, the football team or whatever, or even playing in the band at, at the local Bulldogs game or whatever. Those are things that you can do now. And when you're growing up, I think those opportunities are important to take advantage of. And, and I think you know, nowadays you can, you can make anything with just a laptop, even on your phone, you can do editing and, and you can shoot a movie on your phone. 
I remember years ago reading a quote from George Lucas that said, he was talking to a, a reporter, this must have been in the late 90s, around when I started as an intern at Lucasfilm, which was in Marin County. And, and he was telling a reporter, nowadays, there's nothing stopping two kids in a garage with an iMac of making the next great American movie. And the reporter then, of course, asked, well, then why haven't we seen that? Why haven't two kids with an iMac in their garage made the next great American movie? To which Lucas responded, well, why hasn't someone in a garage with a pencil and paper written the next great American novel? Because it's hard. It's very difficult. You know, you have to have something to say. It's hard to get started. And the only way that you ever even get that far is to just is to just play, is to practice, is to, is to get involved. And as they say, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. And that's what I would say for anyone. It doesn't matter where you grow up, especially Vacaville is rich in resources, even within the city, but certainly all around you growing up in the Bay Area is a gift. Absolutely. Great advice. So how did you find your way to the world of Star Wars and, and all of this great work you've been able to do? Well, I guess I want to start with a story about Vacaville in general, because there's sure. that theater downtown. Yes. And I just want to talk about this theater downtown. I don't, I think it's a, is it a coffee shop now? Or it's is a it coffee a, shop. It's Journey, yes. Journey Coffee. Yes. I've been meaning to go in there because I don't know if people go in there would kind of know or appreciate the history. You know, I just watched the new Indiana Jones movie that's out in theaters. And I remember seeing the re-release of Raiders of the Lost Ark with my mom at that Vacaville theater. Oh, I love that. I remember seeing Return of the Jedi at that theater and <laughs> there was a line. I, I always tell this story whenever I do podcasts about Star Wars, but in my hometown of Vacaville, California, there was a small theater in downtown on Main Street and the line was wrapping around the block. I don't think it was literally around the block, but it was probably down to the aforementioned Ray cycle. And this was before rope and stanchion. And basically it was a mess. The end of the line was getting confused with the beginning of the line because the demand was unlike what anybody had really anticipated. And I don't just mean in Vacaville, I mean everywhere. Starting with Jaws up to 1983 with Return of the Jedi, we started seeing what they started calling blockbusters and burned into my brain. The block that they're talking about is Main Street in Vacaville because we drove by, this was on opening night, uh, my mom and my brother, and we ran into some friends there in the Vacaville Theater in line. And, they, and we said, oh, are you in line for the 6.30 or whatever, 7 o'clock? No, we're in line for the 9.45 or whatever it was. And my mom's jaw just dropped, you know, as there were just all these cars, like, you know, trying to figure out parking. And it was kind of like a little traffic jam in downtown Vacaville, which I'd never seen before, you know. And... I didn't get to see it, long story short, for a couple of weeks until the lines died down. But eventually that theater became like a 99 cent theater where you could go and see double features. And so my mom would, by the time I was 11, 10 or 11, a friend of mine and I would get dropped off with $5 each and we would just see a double feature and you would just run in and out of the theater, get a snack. They had little arcade games in there. And that was some of the most fond movie-going experiences of my childhood were at that theater and really kind of developed a love, particularly Star Wars. My grandfather took me to that, to that theater to see it, I think, for the fourth time to when Return of the Jedi was out in the summer of 83. You know, I was, I was eight years old. And so those are very formative times and make a huge impression. And from there, I did a lot of theater and a lot of band and stuff like that growing up. I started traveling with a children's theater organization that was rehearsing in Vacaville, but performing at Solano Community College, the little theater there, then in the Fairfield Theater. And then eventually when Vacaville opened its Performing Arts Center, I think in 92, 93, we started performing in Vacaville. 
and doing, you know, the Wilsey Wood had an, an amazing uh, music program as well. So I remember doing summer school, learning how to play the saxophone at Wilsey Wood one summer. There was just a lot to keep my interest going in the arts as I was, you know, sitting the bench playing baseball because I just wasn't that good, <laughs> but still showing up at Keating, you know, and ultimately went off to college to study theater and music. And around that time, that's when Star Wars started really uh, showing up again. And I was doing play after play, but I was also studying more and more music. Meanwhile, my high school band, you know, we had played, mostly we just made noise in our garage, our poor neighbors. Thank you, uh, by the way, here's a, a, a decades later thank you to my neighbors growing up for putting up with my drum kit and guitar amps. In the, <laughs> I'm sure in the they appreciate that. <laughs> growing up in Vacaville. But eventually I got really interested in recording and recording technology and, and my love of movies, my love of theater and my love of recording studios and, and wanting to know how did they do that? Having a natural curiosity and then finding out that all of this was taking place 45 minutes from where I grew up in Marin County. That just blew my mind. I'm sure. And so coming back from school, I moved back home in the summer of 99, back home to Vacaville to mom's house after I got done with college because I had landed an internship at Skywalker Ranch, which is in Marin County. And it's about 45 minute drive to Marin and then another 15 minutes up the hill there. But, but I was commuting to the ranch from Vacaville my first year around the year The Phantom Menace came out, 99 into 2000. And that's what started. And eventually I got a full-time job working in their games division and moved to Sonoma County, I think. But I was going home to Vacaville every weekend to visit <laughs> uh, my mom and my stepdad. And, and so, yeah, I was always close by for, for many years while I was working at Lucas. Well, it's fun because clearly George Lucas has a, a small town history as well. I'm from Modesto. So, oh, you uh, are. I am from Modesto, and so they. So still you've seen the statue and everything. Uh, I've seen the statue. They have a, yeah. a American Graffiti Museum now, and yeah. they have a cruise every year. And oh my so gosh. My, my parents actually have had a hot a graffiti dogs restaurant for the last number of years that serves, you know, American graffiti themed hot dogs. So there's my tie to George Lucas. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a story. So obviously I'm back working at, at Skywalker Sound now doing TV, but a few years ago they held an employee screening of American Graffiti and they did a Q&A afterwards with George and Ron Howard, who was there at the time mixing Solo, a Star Wars story, which he had directed. So this was 2018. And he was talking about filming American Graffiti and growing up in Modesto. And, and it did remind me of growing up in Vacaville, but someone asked this funny question, which was, you know, how, was, it so, was it hard to find all those old school 1950s, 1960s cars to, to show up for the shoot? And he said, no. He said, you have to remember, I was filming this in like the early 70s. So I was asking for cars that were 10 years old. He goes, I have a 10-year-old Lexus. Nobody cares about it, and, you know. <laughs> but that's what it was like back then. You know, I thought that was an interesting answer. He's left quite the legacy in Modesto for sure. Of course. Well, David, thank you so much for being my guest. It's so great to see Vacaville residents going off and doing all these amazing things. And I love that you still have such fond memories and love for Vacaville in our community. I know that all of our listeners are going to want to hear your podcast and keep track of what you're doing. So where can our listeners keep track and listen to your podcast? Sure. I'm on probably the easiest way is on Instagram or Twitter at David W. Collins. You could also just search David W. Collins, Google search, and some stuff will come up, IMDb or whatever. And then my, my podcast is called The Soundtrack Show, where I talk about, you know, a lot of film scores, certainly Star Wars, but also, you know, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, uh, you name it. And I just talk about the history of them and 
how the themes help tell the story, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I just wrapped Mandalorian season three as the sound designer. So that's on Disney Plus if people want to check it out. The Star Wars The Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, working on all those in sound. And uh, those have just been a, a delight. So lots of Star Wars out there that I've worked on in sound. And hopefully I'll see, talk to some people online. Thank you so much, David. It was such a pleasure to meet you and hear your awesome stories. And congratulations on all your success. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstad. And thank you to Flores Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.